You're listening to Around Comics, episode eh, 300? Comics, the comic culture podcast, where each month we talk about everything in and around the world of comics. I'm your host, Christopher Neesman, and I am joined, as always, by my partner in crime, Mr. Brian Salazar. Oh, it is so good to hear that. It's been so yeah. long. No, so good. Not to bad. Hear. Not bad. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't practice that in the shower today. I swear. <laughs> sure. Twice. <laughs> and, uh, uh, clocking in at uh, six foot six, two hundred and fifty pounds Whoa. from the University of Wisconsin, the man in the middle, Mr. Tom Caters. I, I didn't think we were recording this. <laughs> we're just we were just gonna talk. <laughs> you're just gonna talk. Uh, you guys try, you trapped me. We tricked you. We <laughs> oh, told shit. Tom, hey, we just want to get together over Skype. And, yeah, yeah uh, just, no. just bullshit. <laughs> That's what we're gonna do anyway. anyway. Just chit chat. Just chit. <laughs> So, uh, uh, long time uh, no listen for a lot of you out there. I believe that uh, uh, Sal had uh, had pulled out the the time abacus, also known as his computer, and figured out that it's been almost seven years to the week that we last got together to uh, talk about comics and everything uh, in and around the world of comics. Uh, so for uh, old listeners, long-time listeners, uh, it's great to have you back, and uh, we're, we're thrilled to be, uh, to, to be putting some episodes out again. Uh, we're going to be doing this monthly is the idea. Uh, for new listeners, uh, I apologize. You're probably going to miss out on a lot of inside jokes and whatnot, but we don't care. That's okay. Yeah, you do, 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 do want to say the last mm-hmm. episode we recorded was February 12th of 2012, the day after my birthday. What did you guys not get me for my birthday that, that we just we just ended broke, broke it up? Yeah. yeah, just broke up the band. What the fuck? Maybe it's what we did get you for your Maybe birthday. It is. Yeah. Nothing Chlamydia really happened in seven years, so no. <laughs> I only feel roughly twenty years older than <laughs> you. You, you, you. Your life has changed in seven years, Thomas Caters. It's, significantly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is actually, uh, you know, like uh, uh, you know, we're going to bring out the ghost of Christmas past for yeah. this episode. You know, Tom and I have two kids now. Yeah, you procreated. Yeah, one of them's five. Oh my goodness! Wow! Wow! All yeah, right. We we're just yeah. talking about about my fourteen-year-old. Pitbull and oh, Sal's like, oh my god, is she that old? It's like, yeah. yeah. So yes, we've all we've all aged, and uh, um, the the comic industry has has certainly uh, aged and changed. And uh, uh, I've been I've been trying to catch up on some stuff. I'm not I'm not uh, whole hog like I I was in my younger years, but uh, I I lucky enough um, 
I, I live around the corner from a comic shop here in uh, in Milwaukee. You know, the intro said it's uh, from Chicago, but it's actually from uh, the 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 upper Midwest, I guess. Will we change it to the Great Lakes. Upper Midwest? We're the, it's Great Lakes. It's the, we're Great Lakes. Great Lakes. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, uh, since, since our last episode, I've relocated my, my wife and the dogs and I are now, uh, uh residents of the wonderful city of Milwaukee. We love it here. And I'm uh, right around the corner from uh, collector's edge. And so I drop in there and uh, I'm able to, uh, to check out some of the, some of the new stuff coming out. And, uh, I was, I was pleasantly surprised by, by some of the things I've, I've been picking up. So, uh, you know, comics seem to be alive and well. You guys, is that your, your take? Are, are comics good? Okay. Well, they didn't die without us, I guess. We I know. My I dream know. that the comics industry would just crumble <laughs> and die without me talking about them. I didn't Not around them. comics. There is no future for this industry. How do people get their news? How do people, <laughs> How do people know about what was said at a convention? Somebody had to read those Newsarama press clips. Exactly. <laughs> I think there's plenty of podcasts out there still doing it. If I if I check the iTunes uh, search, <clears throat> I think there's a handful out there still. I guess I guess that's one of the things that that you know uh, we we may not notice it. As much as because it's it's you know it, it, it's hard for me to, to to put it into words, but it's it's so everywhere now between between the movies between um, you know stuff on TV and and just just everywhere. Uh, I was flipping through the Roku the other day. And like Sci-Fi Network has these great little webisodes. I don't even know if they call them what they don't call them webisodes. I'm an old man. <laughs> I call them webisodes, but they're they're put out on streaming services. And it was like a 15 minute interview and tour of John Byrne's studio and like mini museum in his house. And I, it was just there on YouTube. I'm like, that's amazing. And it was actually a really, a really cool interview. Not as good as ours, but it was, it was really, uh, it was really cool to see that. And I'm just like, you know, it's, it's, it's everywhere. And if you, if you just kind of, you know, sit back and, and, and look at, at what's going on. I mean, the comics culture has really become such a huge part of the zeitgeist. Which is I don't know. I guess is it is it kind of exciting, cool, neat, whatever. Deadly oh. class is on sci-fi now, right? Yeah, I guess it's all right. I don't know. It's I think it's good and I mean, it, it it's a little bit of oversaturation for me. There's so much of it, and mm-hmm. um, I think I don't know. I think for the most part, it's it's still pretty good. You know, I, I don't think anything has gotten to a tipping point where like comic book movies are getting worse or they're you know kind of getting exp- I don't want to say exploited, but I mean the quality of them is so good in the shows and everything, even even the stuff that's not great. Like I saw Aquaman with my mm-hmm. kids. How was it? It was, was good. It? it was fine. Like it was it was it was fun. Um, you know, there were some cool cool things to it, and uh, it's not a great movie, but. It's Aquaman. Like when it's Aquaman. I, when was I ever going to see an Aquaman movie as a kid? You know, would I ever think that I'd see an Aquaman movie? But um, yeah, it is kind of just permeated every everything now. I mean, it's uh, every, every person. <laughs> it's funny. I was at my my gym 
not that long ago, and there was three or four guys sitting around stretching on the mats, getting ready, and comic book movies and stuff came up, and uh, it, it's kind of funny to listen to um, the fans talk about comics now, and and it's more much more about the movies, sure, and, and the sure. cartoons than it is the comic books, and the histories even are getting a little bit, I think, um, convoluted, muddled, muddled, yeah. taken over. By the movies, like the history. comics weren't weren't good enough at doing that on <laughs> yeah, their true own. True. <laughs> but, I think that's probably because I, I think that especially the Marvel movies, they figured out how to tell those stories in like a pretty simple way. Mm-hmm. The, though it's complex, the story itself is fairly simple, far simpler probably than most comics that you're going to get into. So I, I think there's a reason why people have just gravitated towards those and they sort of take over because oh, and they're, they're, and they're, fun. they're, they're fun. compelling. Yeah. yeah. They're compelling yeah. and fun. And like it, they have captured sort of the zeitgeist in a way in the last seven years. Yeah. You know, I love that it made Ant-Man cool and I love those movies. I love both those movies. Ant-Man and the Wasp was great. I thought it was a just great popcorn fun, which is is what a lot of it should be. Um, it, it's you know, it's uh, Eric Deggins is a uh, uh, film and TV critic on on NPR. And I'm still an NPR nerd, but last year at the, kind of the the end of year wrap up, he said that this was the year that he um, that he admitted to himself and told himself that he couldn't consume everything. And and he had to pick and choose because there was so much good out there mm-hmm. in entertainment. And I think we've gotten to that point that it's almost almost impossible to to just consume, consume, consume. And then, you know, in, in our case, whenever we were doing the podcast would be to consume and then and then report back on it and talk about it. And he's like, no, I just have to pick the things that I think I'm going to like and take recommendations that there's literally no way to consume everything. And I started feeling that way with comics because there's so many titles out there and so many things that, you know, good stuff because there's great creators out there. It's almost impossible to just consume it all. And I, I, I think ultimately that's a, that's a pretty healthy place to be. Right. I, you know, that I, I have barely kept up with what's happening comics and it actually was very liberating so now when i go back or i read new stuff i care so little about what's going on which is usually not that important actually (laughs) at all you know like what what the thing whatever is happening you know whatever the thing is that you're supposed to like or dislike is actually not important really to enjoying anything so once you've dropped that away and you're just sort of like, oh, this looks interesting, and I'll read it. And you read some of it, and you're like, ah, this is boring. And you don't feel compelled <laughs> that you have to like keep reading it. You're like, yeah, all right, whatever. Like being a little bit divorced from everything has uh, has been uh, awesome. Sure. Just, well, let's, know, let's 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 get into it. What have you been reading? Uh, you Spears? know, I am such a basic bitch. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I've been reading lately is uh i i've uh, been trying to read the um grant morrison doom patrol omnibus which i got as a present oh neat uh, it's you know it's a huge book so i have to like read it you could, you could beat someone to death with that book yeah you can definitely beat someone to death though, with the, the 
and in certain parts bore them to death. But uh, uh, so you know that's you know that's what I've been reading lately. And that when they were originally coming out years and years ago, I, you know, I I've always had sort of mixed feelings about um, Grant Morrison's Doom Patrol, and I, I think now reading them in a big chunk, it's because some of it's super boring and kind of predictable mm-hmm. um, in like sort of a weird crazy way right like something can be well, chaotic be, what like 2000 yeah ooh is that I mean early oh, 2000s right i mean it's like it, 15ish years old yeah and now that i'm old i'm like <laughs> how the fuck did i read these like <laughs> they barely make sense like yeah i had to, for me to get them i had to read like 20 of them over the course of like a week and i was like oh okay i'm starting to get this um and I'm like three quarters of the way through, and I think I like it now much more than I used to like it. I've sort of grown to appreciate it a little bit more. There's um, you know, a really great section of it where one of the villains, uh, Mr. Nobody, runs for president, which mm-hmm. is just a very uh, a timeless um, send-up of the political system uh, in a way that has probably resonates more now. <laughs> it's, it's, it's aged well. It's aged extremely well. Uh, in comparison to some of the things in there that I think haven't necessarily aged quite as well. You know, that's but, what I was going to ask you. It's when it comes to Morrison, I, it's uh, I, I went someone we three th- this weekend. It's yeah. a, 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 a friend of mine, a curling friend of mine. There's your curling plug. Um, it's a friend of mine who's recently started reading comics at a pretty at a pretty high rate. I mean, she's she's absolutely into into comics right now, and so um, uh, she was up here visiting, and so I just put together a stack of stuff that I thought that she would dig, and and I was like, oh. I'll, we three is very accessible and is always a tearjerker. And I think it, I hadn't read it in a long time, but I imagine it ages well. Do you think Morrison as like high level as, as, as he, you know, always was. And I think wanted to be, do you think his stuff ages well? It depends on what it is. I mean, I, I, I don't think it's the high levelness that makes it age well or poorly. And just reading, you know, and reading a bunch of Doom Patrols, in a row you know there's a, a very um there's a rhythm to it right there's a rhythm mm-hmm. to the stories he's telling you know here's some in like crazy madcap bad guy who you kind of don't understand here's robot man reacting to it because he's like the everyman who's a robot here's <laughs> you know like and all the characters sort of play their roles and there's a big chunk of the run where it's like okay i know what's gonna happen like some some insane villain is going to show up and like shatter reality, and then the Doom Patrol kind of win, but not really. They just sort of happen to win, and Robot Man is the Everyman, you know, and Crazy Jane's like the sidekick to that, you know. And it takes a little while for him to like break out of that rhythm of that to mm-hmm. start making those things tie together a little bit more instead of just like okay, what like what villain that I'm barely going to understand is going to show show up this time. Like, he starts to, like, bring villains back a second time, and you start to, like... Um, it just starts to, like, break out of the rhythm of it that I think every every time I've tried to go back and read it, I always got stuck in the same part, which yeah. was, like, 
one quarter of the way through the omnibus where I was like, oh my that god. That happens to me with Sandman every it's like, time. Are all these, yeah, yeah. It's like, are all these stories going to be this story? Mm-hmm. You know, like, and then all of a sudden, I kind of like, after after failing a few times, I was like, okay, I'm just going to like go through it. I'm sure, I remember liking more than this, right? So, because um, I also can barely remember what I've read. 15 years ago. Oh wow, you oh you're you're getting old. You're like us now. <laughs> you know, like, the, uh, Tom, it's the be, it's the best thing because all of the old <laughs> comics that you know that you loved that you can't oh, actually gosh. fucking remember anything, you just go yeah. read them again. It's great. Still read them. It's great. Yeah, so I've been reading that and I'm now at the point where I'm like, oh, I'm getting like this kind of not falling into that rhythm so much anymore, you know? Like now I'm kind of like uh, the story is sort of yeah, uh, when they introduced like Flex Mentalo, and then ah. they start having like uh, the idea that maybe like the bad guys, like Mister Nobody, who's sort of like this just crazy madcap character, maybe he's not the bad guy. Like, what would be so bad if he won? And sort of like that stuff, where it's sort of like kind of going against the standard superhero, good guy, bad guy type vibe. Um, Starting to find more interesting. I'm gonna grab. But yeah, I'm a bit, you know, one of those books that I've, I, I kind of hate myself for not enjoying it more. Like I love the concept of Doom Patrol, yes. even like the Silver Age Doom Patrol, the you know the the Morrison stuff, and even the, the Gerard Way stuff that came out just a little while ago. I I love the idea of Doom Patrol, like those characters mm-hmm. and how they're put together and everything. But I've always just had a for whatever reason such a hard time. Uh, enjoying the actual stories. It, it's funny, I am coincidentally r- reading The Silver Age. I just bought the yeah. Silver Age yeah. Volume 1. It's the X-Men. Yeah, it kind of. It's it's a darker, yeah. it's a little weirder. It's, it's, it's a weirder version of the X-Men. Weirder version of the X-Men, which is, is funny. Um, uh, I didn't realize it until my son was giving me a, he had like some online quiz that he was doing it was all about superheroes and it was like comparing superheroes, which superhero was older and it would give you two superheroes or two books or two, whatever, and ask you which one came first. And it was X-Men and the doom patrol were one of the quizzes. And I'm like, well, yeah, the X-Men, I, you know, I think it was the X-Men, right. And they actually came out in the same nope. year. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's one of those books where like, I keep, I keep going back trying to really enjoy it. Cause I, I, I feel like I should, I should really like the Doom Patrol, and I'm kind of looking forward to uh, DC Universe is doing a Doom Patrol show. Well, With uh, 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 James Bond, uh, Timothy Dalton. Is, Timothy Dalton's going to be in it, right? Um, I don't know. Is he? Is Timothy yeah. Dalton... Um, is he playing... Uh, um, Professor X. Profe- no, not Professor X. It's not <laughs> Professor X. Have you seen... Um... Have you watched the Titan show in DC Universe? But this is another thing. My my son loves Super Friends. He loves the Super Friends cartoon. Like the like the, the like the ones that we the watched. Original. Like the, the yes. Alex Ross Super Friends. <laughs> the like nineteen seventies like Batman's gonna save you from getting in a skateboarding accident. <laughs> nice. Like nice. teach you a lesson about like keep it. It's say, skateboarding's fun, but let's play it safe. You know, be smart. Come on. <laughs> Where? Um, he it's not a career. It. You're not going to make a career out of skateboarding, yeah, okay. son. Be careful. Um, <laughs> so you know. You have the, I got the DC Universe app just because it has all those cartoons on it. And he just, I mean, he watches them, like, constantly. 
uh, just over and over again. So I started watching the Titans, mm-hmm. the DC Universe show. I, I hear just it's dark. It is, you know, it's funny. <laughs> it is dark. Um, but really, if they just like tone down the blood, mm-hmm. it wouldn't. It wouldn't be that dark. Okay. Like if you if you if you just like made the careful editing choice of like let's not have quite so many blood splatters, or like let's. It's like a lot of video games today. I actually saw that setting in a video game a couple weeks ago where you could set like the blood level. It's, it's like, like it's like how gory it is. Let's maybe cut out of this scene about like three seconds faster, and it wouldn't quite be so bad. Um, like if you can get past, like I think maybe the gratuitousness a little bit of the blood splatters. I actually found myself enjoying it. And I watched the episode with the Doom Patrol in it the other day, and I was like, I want to see this Doom Patrol show. This would yeah. be good. Okay. Like, it was very... Am, um, I, am I crazy? It's Timothy Dalton's in it, right? You gotta look it up. I don't remember. Uh, I watched the whole yeah. show. I just don't remember Timothy Dalton. Um, uh, unless he's wrapped up in the bandages, if he's a negative man. Oh, that could be. <laughs> Which would be fun. <laughs> be kind of a waste of Timothy oh, Dalton. You could... they, what they yeah, play? yeah, he plays he plays Chief. He plays Chief. Does he? Yeah. Is that Timothy yeah. Dalton? Yes, that's Timothy Dalton. Uh, I don't know. I can't remember shit. I, I, his I, by the way, his his IMDb picture is of the uh, James Bond tuxedo uh, wearing Timothy Dalton. Well, if I was from like person. from like twenty five years ago, for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed the uh, Titans show as well, and I agree. It is. I wonder if if we'll ever get to the point where, you know, did you guys happen to see the um... Brendan Fraser plays Cliff Steele? Yeah. Oh, that's Brendan Fraser. Yeah. Well, that's kind of funny. I didn't know that. Um, if we if did you guys see the Netflix the the um, Black Mirror Bandersnatch? I did not. It's a. I guess it's the guy from. Uh, it's the guy from White Collar. Plays Larry Trainer. Sorry. It's, Jesus, sorry. are we going to go over the whole cast here, Chris? <laughs> you go to IMDb. Oh, oh, we're talking about uh, Bandersnatch. Did you see Bandersnatch? Had, the, the Black Mirror. No, nah. it's a choose-your-own-adventure movie. It's it's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Um, Which they got sued for that, right? Say that again. They got su- they're getting sued from <laughs> yeah, someone. Yeah, the 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 choose-your-own-adventure book publisher uh, is suing them evidently. I'm sure they'll settle out of court. But it was an interesting um, experiment, I would say. Is it, is it the future yes. of TV? It's it's huh. it, it's cool. It's it's very interesting to watch. I would I would recommend watching it. It's very interesting. It's cool. But I, but my point was, I wonder if we'll ever get to a point where you can choose your own like rating on a movie. They'll just film it rated R, and then you can scale it back. Go, yeah, I don't want to see as much blood. I don't want to see I don't the gratuitous sex scenes and Timothy yeah, Dalton. Yeah, because it's like the the Titan stuff. Like it's not like um, it's not like woven into the fabric of the show. You could take that stuff out, and it almost it would essentially be this. It would be the same. It almost takes you out of the show because it's so like. The show's going along, and it's like, oh, this is a normal, you know, kind of superhero yeah. show. It's good. And then all of a sudden, you have these really bloody fight scenes and really yeah. super violent scenes. It's like, ah, it, 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 it's not, yeah, like you said, it's not really woven into it where you would lose anything. Um, I, you know, the, the, I mean, it, 
it kind of made sense, I guess, that what they were trying with uh, with Dick Grayson and his character, which I liked. You know, they're they're basically, mm-hmm. you know, he's um, it, it's a the time period is basically where he's quitting being Robin. He's going to turn into Nightwing, and the reason they kind of give you behind it is he realizes that Batman has basically weaponized him and, and turned him into mm-hmm. this very violent... Uh, what? Yeah. What? And, well, he's coming to that sort of realization, and he doesn't like it, but he can't mm-hmm. sort of stop himself from being super violent. So that's part of it, but yeah, I, I, I could do without that. Although, the Hawk and Dove, I really like the guy they got to play Hawk uh, yes. for Hawk and Dove. Yeah. I thought he was excellent, and him being super... He wasn't violent enough. Like, I yeah. thought he should have been more violent. Like, Hawk was always over the top. So, I, like so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask a stupid question. Yeah, How do yeah. you do this whole DC Universe thing? I uh, just down, download it to a Roku or a yeah. phone. Okay, or and, it's a, it's a, and it's a subscription? Yeah. yeah. What's the subscription run? It's, I think it's 80 bucks a year if you pay for okay. it yearly. Otherwise... Yeah. I, I don't mm-hmm. remember what it is monthly. Like and so you get you get Titans and and Super Friends. What else do you get? You get like all their animated stuff. Okay. Like, Batman animated uh, and there's a Mad Justice League, League animated. Yeah. Uh, okay. I'm saying like, I'm asking I'm asking this for the people. I actually already yeah. know all this. Oh oh, oh shit! You want to no, be informative? No, I don't. I don't. I well, you'll just, get the, uh, they're doing a Doom Patrol show. A spinoff okay. from the Titans, um, and then I, I'm assuming they're going to do other original, you know, more original programming. And Is there a way to to read comics through it? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I so wanted subscribe. to hit the Titan show because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this preview. I think like the when that first trailer came out, right? I don't think it did itself a lot of justice with Agreed. the the trailer because then. I was sort of like, ah, I'll watch it and see what it is. And I found myself actually won over by the parts that weren't the super violent parts of it. Or should I say, like, the? I think the violence is, of course, in there. Just, like, the weird, like, we got to show how much blood mm-hmm. there is. And, like, <laughs> we got to show, like, that one level up, right? Like, of course, superheroes are going to be violent. They, like, punch bad guys and, like... Robin's gonna fight these bad guys, but like the little gratuitousness of like the blood splatter and the broken arm, you know, like those little things that kind of like elevate it one notch up a little bit. And then when that stuff wasn't happening, I was like, ah, oh, this is pretty like this is a decent story. Like I, I like get the into cast. This. I like the yeah. kids that they cast for for each of the characters. I thought the Garth kid was great. I thought, um, what's her name, Raven. Uh, yeah, was good. Yeah, I, I, I. Do you think? Do you think they're gonna uh, build the this universe with these shows into a into a universe like they did with the WB, or do you think it's going like will Doom Patrol and Titans overlap? And are they oh, going to sure. try and? Okay. They already have. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Doom Patrol I, I, was in an episode of the Titans, and then they're, now they're uh, spinning that off into. Are they shared universe with with Arrow and Flash, or is that all different? Don't know. I have no idea. Yeah. It's Earth B. Earth whatever. TV. Earth TV. Earth TV, TV versus Earth streaming. It's a, it's, it's a Earth WB. CW. It's a CW. It's, oh, oh, it's uh, it's CW now. Yeah. Come on, old man. Yeah, shit, Which, sorry. I have to say, it's that... on Channel Eleven. <laughs> I love the uh, the Flash 
Um, and I like DC Legends of Tomorrow on the CW. I'm not a big Arrow fan any longer. I kind of yeah. got bored with that show. But Legends I love I love the crossovers my, my, they do. They do a crossover. Oh, Legends of Tomorrow is my is my guilty pleasure. It Legends is, of it, Tomorrow is fucking insane. It's, it's, it's like, that's why it's I so love fun. it. It's so yeah, fun. They're just like fuck it. We're just gonna like have Gorilla Grodd go back in time to assassinate Obama. Yeah, that's yeah. just what it's, it's. It's like it's like. They haven't canceled us. Well, fuck it. Let's go. <laughs> no, yeah. rules. <laughs> no, yeah, no. Yeah, do whatever rules. we want now. <laughs> it's like it's like Wisconsin. It's you know everything's legal. It's like let's just do it. It's fine. Yeah. You want to yeah. bring your kid to a bar? Go ahead. <laughs> that's I, all the time. Yeah, I really enjoy you. it. I, it's I, like I do. Back to uh, comics. Are we going to go back to? Uh, if we still yeah, have time yeah. on TV. All right. Yeah. What What are you going to read, man? Um. The, the most recent thing I've been reading is uh, Hey Kids Comics by Howard Chankin. Um, it's, uh, six issues have come out so far of it, and it's basically a deep dive behind the scenes of, uh, of the comic book industry from, like, 1936 to the 2000s. Um, and... Okay. Yeah, it's it's interesting. I will say this. Well, you guys know I'm a big Howard Schenkett fan. I've I've mm-hmm. been a huge fan of his forever. And that's like flag number one. Yeah. And I I over the last few years, I you know, like a lot of artists as they get older, their art isn't what it was when they were younger and, and it's they have a hard time maybe um you know, keeping up with their previous best, uh which is reasonable to expect from anyone you know as they get older but... i mean we're experiencing that right now yeah, mm-hmm. exactly <laughs> at this exact moment there are there 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 are there there are phones hitting the pause and stop button all over the world right Sorry. now <laughs> uh... we're feeling it we're feeling it right now yeah we're, we're we we understand we empathize but i will yeah. say this i think this book um chankin uh, I, I feel like this is his best art in a while. I, I feel like he, this is some of the best stuff that he's done in quite a few years. My, my, my recent favorite was that run on Blade, which I mean, shit, that's probably ten years ago now. Oh, I yeah, thought yeah. I thought that I thought that was fantastic. Um, but yeah, go go ahead. Um, but the book itself is all I can describe it as is interesting. It's not a great story because it's hard to well. I had a hard time attaching to the characters because there's a lot of them and most of them are, I think, analogs for real life people. So I spent a lot of time trying to figure out who's who and who these stories are about. And, you know, I mean, a few of them were pretty easy. Like there's a, there's a, a you know, Jack Kirby character that's pretty easy. There's this, uh, Stan Lee character that's pretty easy to figure out mm-hmm. who he is and a few of them, but then there some of them are not, I don't, I just don't know. I don't know comics history enough or, or they just, I don't know these stories enough, but um, while it's an interesting read because you really like, he's really telling tales out of school, uh, if you will, about the comic mm-hmm. industry, sure. Marvel and DC respectively. Um, there's there's a Yankee comics and Verve comics are the two, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but mm-hmm. it doesn't paint the industry as a whole in in a good light. It doesn't paint what? Yeah, we know a lot of this stuff, but yeah. when you kind of see it laid out, um, the way he does, it's 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 
disturbing all over again to, to realize, you know, how this stuff was made into billion dollar empires and, yeah. and how many, well, and if there, have... and if there, if there's anyone th- that has a great spyglass for that, it's, it's shaken because he's been, he's been in comics. He's been in Hollywood. He understands how, how the sausage is made in, in both of those industries. Yeah, for sure. And, and he's, I would say, well, Howard, I think was always a little bitter just again, the world, but you know, mm-hmm. it, I don't think it's gotten better as uh, time has gone <laughs> on. <laughs> so you kind of got to take that for he what He hasn't it is. turned into a kindly old man. That's, no, you know, <laughs> no, not at all. Um, but it is an interesting read. I just, I, I wish I kind of knew a little bit more about, you know, that I could recognize who these characters were. So I wasn't spending so much time trying to figure it out because I, I, I thought, that took away from my ability to follow the story that, and, and it jumps around a lot. It jumps around in time, like every episode or I'm sorry, every issue it's sort of, you know, it might start in 1945 and then, you know, that goes on for a few pages and then all of a sudden it jumps to 1967 and then it might jump back to 1938 and you're kind of trying to follow these characters and it makes it really hard to follow them because one, they're aging and de-aging and there's so many of them that, for me, it was really difficult. I always had a, d- a difficult time following a lot of characters if they weren't in spandex anyway, like if they weren't in brightly colored <laughs> costumes. It's another man in a suit? Yeah, it's a gray-haired guy in a suit, another white guy in a suit. Sounds got yeah. a laptop open. <laughs> it's, silver, it's Silver Age Stan Lee. <laughs> right. And uh, so it, it was a little difficult to get through, but I, but I did enjoy it from an aspect of like going, you know, kind of peeking behind the curtain once again um if you if you're a i I will say this for listeners if you're a big stan lee fan you may not want to read this it's if if you've come if you've come to comics from the movies and like you know like my daughter is my daughter is a lot like me she's 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 pretty uh tough-minded and she doesn't cry very often especially for like a 16 year old girl she's she's not very emotional she cried when Stanley died, and she was very Aww. upset. Yeah, uh, so um, if you if you're like her and you've come from watching all these movies and seeing Stanley as sort of this you know happy face of comics, this you know grandpa that every, everybody's grandfather who we all love, um, this book doesn't necessarily paint him in that light, um, uh, and it goes into uh, a, a lot of type of grandpa. He's he's um yeah he's not the. Not the sweet old grandpa that. <laughs> yeah, different. He, he's he's bad grandpa. <laughs> he's different. He was, made money. He made money. He did make money. Um, but yeah, it, it's 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 interesting to read. It's six issues. The first the first volume is six issues, and I know he's planning on doing more. And um, this one follows basically three main characters: uh, Ted Whitman, a Ray Clark, and Benita. Heindel, I have no fucking. The only one I kind of think I know who it is is Ray Clark. I think Ray Clark is Gil Kane. Um, oh, okay. Only because I, there was a story that I had heard before about Gil Kane, and it was told retold in this book. Uh, it's not a great. It's not. It's not a nice story about Gil Kane. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, he's just airing it out, huh? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. and the funny thing is, like, he worked for Gil. Uh, Howard actually, I think, interned 
with Gil Kane early with in his Gil career. Kane, wow. Yeah, so if if he's saying this is what happened, then he he probably has as much knowledge mm-hmm. about it as anybody. Um, yeah, there's a lot of that stuff in here. There's a lot of people getting screwed over, and uh, but to be fair, I will say you know, in in and Howard said this in an interview. I read an interview about this book. He's like, you know, none of us are innocent. You know, none of us in the industry are innocent. So um, while the publishers don't come off really well, uh, you know, none of the none of the characters really do. I mean, none of them are clean. It just sounds like a fun read. It's, it's, it's just, just, well, like just becoming a true crime podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not that bad. I mean, huh. it's more you know, sort huh. of questionably moral, yeah. um, and and I think part of it it just goes to the cutthroat nature of the industry like these people hey we're friends but you know i gotta live i gotta make a living i'm you know if i'm not gonna work this month uh, if i gotta kind of screw you over to do it i'm gonna do that and i think there was a lot of that kind of thing going on especially I, I, I you know you're my friend but i gotta take care of me kind of stuff yeah, yeah. you know sure. these, these guys were all struggling uh, you know, especially in the in the 30s and 40s, after the war in the 40s, a lot of these guys came back uh, and were trying to to get jobs, and and they left drawing superheroes, and they came back to an industry that didn't want superhero artists. Jack mm-hmm. Kirby couldn't get work, you know what I mean? Uh, and and he was the best around, and he there was nobody wanted to hire him because he wasn't drawn. Nobody was drawn. Uh, superheroes. They weren't publishing superhero books. They were looking for other kinds of books. It was crime and horror. Yeah. yeah. So, you, uh, you, you, like I said, I wish it was a little more chronological. I think it would be a easier story to sort of follow. I don't know why he chose mm-hmm. to jump around. Because he jumps around a lot. I mean, the first issue starts off in ni- like 1967, and it's, um, it's, it's at a Broadway showing of a character called Powerhouse, which is basically Superman, and mm-hmm. um, the 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 publisher, the guy who owns Superman at the time, is you know walking on the red carpet to the premiere uh, with his sexy trophy wife, and the uh, a guy comes up who's like disheveled and doesn't have any money and and stops him and he gives him a few bucks and and he walks away and his wife's like oh see that he knew who you were did did uh did you know him he's like oh yeah know him he he created powerhouse you know mm-hmm. so it's a joe schuster you know character mm-hmm. that was at you know like they said <clears throat> i know the story the legend goes is like when the first christopher reeve superman movie came out he was you know not destitute but he was working as like a delivery guy or something you know yeah meanwhile his creation is in the box office so that kind of stuff that's the 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 upbeat positive uh, (laughs) fun stuff you can get in this comic book hey kids comics by howard shankin nice and it's you know that that stuff changed a little bit it's i i remember i remember stories about uh, especially when when lovitz was uh, was the publisher that DC had gotten a lot better about taking care of of creators, and so I, I don't know how it is these days, but yeah, it's it's com- comics is kind of a dirty dirty history. It's, it's more it's not... like hey kids, comics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, uh, you can enjoy these, but just mm-hmm. know that a lot of people died broke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're... Follow me down this alley. <laughs> That's okay. Enjoy your stories about your <laughs> Superman. So, 
So it's it, it's no secret. I, I I had some comic fatigue that uh, that led me to to kind of uh, uh, shelf things for a while and uh, and 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 kind of step away from from reading comics at the at the rate that I had. And um, you know, I just I was just having trouble finding finding much joy in what I was reading. And that was probably it's probably more me than the comics at the time. Um, but like I said, so I've got a I've got a comic shop around the corner. And so I'll drop in there and I'll look for either stuff that that looks interesting or I'll look for some familiar names. And there's this little book by uh, Jeff Lemire that I saw that looked pretty interesting. And I picked it up. And uh, the Is best it way. Uh, it's uh, a little book. Like, it's, well, I mean, it's I mean, compared to like a, an absolute or an omnibus edition like the Doom Patrol that you're reading. Uh, yeah. This is a this is a normal size trade ah, paperback. Okay. Um, and uh, for me, it was like putting on a, a comfy pair of, of shoes. It, it just it just felt good. And that's uh, Black Hammer. Have you read Black Hammer, Tom? I have not. I've been meaning to. You will it's, love it. You I, will I read very slowly these days. So that's the next okay. time we talk, um, be halfway through an issue. <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> You will you will adore Black Hammer. It is um, for me. It was you know, and and I hate giving the the fusion uh, uh, descriptions of it's this meets this. Uh, elevator pitch. Do it. it, it it's elevator pitch. Uh, it is. It's a lot of uh, uh, BPRD. Like it with, with um, like you know, kind of some new frontier. There's a lot of nods to. Uh, golden and silver age characters, uh, but Lemire has kind of woven it into this kind of really you know, dark, eerie world that is, it's not Earth, it's kind of like a pocket universe where these characters have been exiled to, and the characters are absolutely ciphers for for old comic characters. There's... Um, um, uh, Gail is is one of the characters. She's a uh, what a nine nine or ten year old girl, and she is a cipher for uh, Shazam or for Captain Marvel. Uh, but her well, uh, and it's Marvel. not or or Mary Marvel. Yeah, it's uh, even the origin story is much closer yeah, to true. Captain Marvel than it is Mary Marvel. That's the only reason I say that. And it's uh, the the wizard is not Shazam. It's it's Zafram. And her power is a little bit different. She's she's not a, a kid who says the magic name and and turns into a uh, turns into a superpowered adult. She always turns into a superpowered child. And so even as she got older, like into her fifties and sixties, whenever she would say the wizard's name, she would turn into like the superpowered like nine or ten year old girl. And so it's so it's it's different, but it's 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 obviously it's obviously a, a Captain Marvel cipher. And there's a, um, a very Captain America, but kind of Wildcat character. It, did you get that, Sal? I mean, could you figure out where um, it's a, a slant? What, what's the guy's name? It's um, oh, slant. Uh, uh, yeah. I can't. You're asking me to remember shit. Come on, man. This is not fair. I was thinking he was like a uh, um, Abraham Slam. Abraham Slam. Like he was. Uh, uh, who's the guy on the poster? Uh, Uncle Sam. He was like Uncle Sam. 
to me. Yeah, the kind of the character. And and it's kind of, it's kind of a kind of a, a Captain America origin, but they stop just short of the uh, uh, of the you know like scientists formula and and all of that and then he just becomes a boxer <laughs> so it's kind of very very wild and then uh uh so anyway you've got all of these this this cast of characters that are that are for some reason the mystery is why they are living in this town on this kind of remote farm and they can't leave and they're very unhappy and so they've there's a lot of um, really hard relationships between them because they're basically um, exiled and they've been friends and more than friends and now they they just kind of have to tolerate each other and the mystery is where are they why are they there and there's something to do with a character called the Black Hammer who you it it lose that 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 character has died and and sacrificed himself in some sort of like great infinite you know crisis or crisis on infinite earths type of type of you know cataclysm and so they had to what what you're kind of led to believe is that they had to sacrifice themselves for the for the the sake of the universe but you don't know what's going on but it's 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 really really good there's a weight to Lemire's writing that um, it's, it's, it's hard to find that, you know, I was reading, um, I was telling Sal, I was reading deadly class, which is good. Um, it doesn't for me have the same weight of, of Lemire's writing. It's, it's almost like a, uh, it's an easy weight where it, everything means something, but it just, I don't know. It just kind of feels, it feels right. And, uh, and the art by uh, Dean Ormston, uh, is great. It's uh, it definitely has that dark dark horse feel to it. It's not superhero e art. It, it's kind of got some kind of got some grime to it, a little uh, uh, a little grit, which I think this story needs. I was reading the uh, the 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 back uh, uh, not the uh, supplemental material, and apparently Lemire had this as an idea dating back, you know, well over a decade. Um, he was going to do this, but then got uh, Sweet Tooth was greenlit from Vertigo, and so he kind of had to put this on the back burner. So he'd been working on this idea for for a long time, and uh, it's it's awesome. I love it. I just downloaded the first volume from my local library. You will adore this, Tom. It is. It's. It's. I'm reading it. Really let's stay. Good. Yes. Let's record me reading each page. <laughs> <laughs> You already did that. That was already a podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, let me do this. Just wait till the next hour, we'll just listen to you talk us through the first volume. Just hear me gently, like, reading it to myself. Like, that, that, was, that was very semi-popular yeah. a podcast from what I hear. That's all I ever aimed for. It was semi-popular. Semi-popular? Um, yeah, but yeah. I did download it from the library. So I'm going to read. Uh, start reading. Yeah, actually, yes. Love Hoopla. Love it. Uh, we, have, we have a great library here too, the Wauwatosa uh, Library and City Hall. Have We're, you signed up for the Hoopla app? No, but it sounds for, like I need. Get the Hoopla app and you log in with your library card, and you can download all sorts of comics. And they really? they put out new stuff every month, trades and uh, yeah, it's and it's all free. It's through your library. It's awesome. 
That sounds fun. Yeah. I, oh, I have, um, and I'm not going to go deep into it, but I've got um, a little bit of more Lemire love. I, Je- Jeff, I just, his writing just always kind of resonated with me. And so as I'm kind of, you know, jumping back into some stuff, it's really easy to say, oh, okay, that's a Lemire comic. I will get that. Uh, this was uh, Jeff Lemire and Eduardo Rizzo. So super easy fucking sell for me. But did you, um, have you all read his Hit Girl run? I haven't first of all it's Eduardo Rizzo art so you're gonna you're gonna love that uh but Lemire does this this crazy hit girl in Canada story that was yeah I didn't even know about that that's the Mark Miller hit girl is yes yeah right yes yeah so they spun uh uh they spun her off into her own series and uh, Miller did the first one with a guy named Ricardo Lopez Ortiz and the art and that was great but then the second the second uh volume is Jeff Lemire and Eduardo Rizzo and it's really good have you uh have you finished the first volume of Black Hammer yes you have okay yes and you haven't started on the second volume yet I it is on my nightstand. Gotcha. I, I will I will start that this evening. It's really interesting what he starts to do with this mm-hmm. book. Uh, I'm not going to spoil it for you because I, I, you you need to enjoy it as it as you read it. But it's really, it, it, it's just really cool how he uh, starts sort of spinning the web of this uh, book and universe that he's creating, um, and it. it it goes on and on. It's really, I, I love everything that he's done with black hammer. He's, and he's done a couple of spinoffs already that all, that all tie into the original one, um, mm-hmm. in some way or, you know, some a little closer than others, but, um, what I really like is that the, the whole like ciphers for old silver and golden age oh, characters yeah. could have been a bit. And that, and, and that that's good for, you know, a few issues, but, it's not. I mean, they're 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 still their own fully formed characters, but they do give you kind of a sense. You know, he basically uses it to give you a baseline of of kind of what the characters' motivations are without without making it a bit. You know, yeah, for sure. He he's sort of setting you up a little bit too of like so he can play with the conventions. You know, it's like okay, ah, these are yeah. your. These are your superheroes. You kind of know these superheroes. You know these characters a little bit, but I'm going to mess with them. I'm going to yeah. I'm going to mess with what you think, because you know that that's yeah. a little more interesting. So, so, so Tom, there's a character. It's a uh-huh. he's named he's named Barb Barbalian Barbalian and Barbalian and it's a it's a Martian manhunter cipher and his his alter ego his name is Mark Martz Mark Marks. So instead of John Jones, so mm. it's stuff like that, you know. Okay, I'm reading it right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to read this. Just we'll first just page is you, good. We'll just leave you alone, and you go first ahead. Page, yeah, yeah. First page, yeah. First page, thumbs up. Podcast Excellent. ever. Enjoying it. Yeah. Second page uh, uh, takes a it's sharp good. turn. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Wait, it's good. Did you guys uh, did you guys pick up the Jason Aaron and uh, Mahmoud Ashar Conan? I I did actually. Yes, I uh, I had heard good things pre release, and so mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I'll check out Conan. Uh-huh. Why not? Um, it's Conan. Yeah, it's it's Conan. Is it Conan and that's or Conan? Exactly, and it, I, I, it's Conan. Conan or. 
Conan. 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 And I, I would describe this as being uh it's 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 a Conan the Barbarian comic. It's Conan. Good. Conan. Very, very descriptive of you. Conan. Yeah, I mean, did you feel like you I mean it's 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 Conan. It's Conan. <laughs> it's Conan. Or is I mean, it Conan? It was, it was, it was it was good. Did you? I mean, it I looked great, and it was a, a great introduction to a to a what I felt was a, a pretty standard, you know, Conan story. Yeah, I agree. I I do agree with you. It was it was good. It was solid. Um, I enjoyed it. Yes. Um, I think it's Conan is you know one of those books where I, I think it's hard. It's hard at this point to keep it fresh and interesting you've seen yeah. so much you know, you're never going to see conan on a spaceship uh well that was kind of exo man of war wasn't it a little yeah bit, a little yeah bit. but it, you know it's 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 you know i think we've i we've probably all read enough enough of those stories to kind of expect what uh, what a conan story is going to be and you'll put them in different you know different locations or you know on a ship or whatever but i mean at the at the end of the day he's going to be you know attacking a giant you know snake god right and you know or or and it's if he ever sleeps with a uh, a really hot mysterious woman that comes out of nowhere 99 percent of the time it's a witch 99 percent of the time it's a witch almost guaranteed he's got a type man what are you gonna yeah. do it's like Ain't come on always. dude we've, we've been here before man it's, a, it's like you should know by now that you should not be sleeping with this woman. He wakes up in the morning. He's like, ah, oh, oh, again. again. <laughs> Why? Conan. 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 Now I'm going to think about it every time I say it. Conan or Conan. Or the other um, the bar- Conan the Barbarian. <laughs> yes. Or the Destroyer. The destroyer. But I, enjoy, I, I enjoyed it. I'm, I'm but in, it is, you know, I'll, it is yeah. Jason Aaron. So, you know, I think... He's he's got a pretty good track record of of decent writing. You know, he's, he's well, pretty here, good. Here, here's here's what I would say is that while the story may be conventional, it, it it is done really well because Jason is a great writer, and so I mean, dialogue is spot on, and the pacing is really good. I mean, Jay, it's not his first rodeo, and Jason's a great writer, yeah. and then you pair him up with someone like Mahmoud on on art, and this is. I mean, this is as good as as Conan's gonna be. You know, it's right. It's, that I can see the, I can see the blurb now. Conventional and good. <laughs> it's on the back of the first volume. <laughs> very, very conventional, but the best uh, that but a conventional high end of conventional. It's the it's the highest conventional Conan. That's, that sounds horrible, but there's there's a level of expectation of what you want in one of these one of these stories, and they deliver that, but they deliver it very very well. It's like going to a steakhouse. It's a really really good steak. You know what you're getting, but it's a really good steak. At the so end of the con- day, you're chewing on cow flesh. Oh, you okay. bought a Conan book, right? Yes. You want you want the you want him to sleep with a witch. Yes, that's what you want. I'd be disappointed. That's what. Yeah. Let's be honest. That's why that's I spent the three ninety nine. That's why you spent the four bucks. Of course, you want that. You oh, four ninety nine for the first. Oh, you want him in a pit, fighting some dudes and chopping heads off, banging yeah. a witch. Yeah. And, uh, 
for five fucking dollars. Yeah, I want <laughs> I want a pit of snakes. There is there is the first chapter of a, uh, a little novella in here. So, uh, Black Starlight uh, right. by John Hawking, which I have not read yet, but uh, now I feel like I I need to. Well, for your five bucks, you got to get yeah, your yeah. money's yeah. worth. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, oh, and the the uh, is it Esad Esad Ribic? Yes. Really nice covers. Really nice. Covers. I can't even say Conan. I don't know how to pronounce Conan. that dude's name. Esad Conan. Go. It said Esid Rybok. Stop. All right. So that's all I've read the last seven years. How about you guys? <laughs> I'm halfway through the Black Hammer. <laughs> wow! The first issue. We do, if we just keep talking, Chris, by the by the time we're done, have uh, a full circle. He'll be able to review Black Hammer. And yeah, I'll give you my instant review. <laughs> I uh, I read a book this week that I was actually really impressed with, um, and it was a Marvel comic book. Uh, yeah, The Invaders, number one, from uh, Chip Zdarsky. Uh-oh. Oh my gosh! If an invader, wait, you read an invaders book? You of all people? I know, shocker, right? Like uh, World right, War Two, Captain America. Yeah, I know. It's it's I'm so out of character, but no, I well, I had to try like Conan it. Conan banging a witch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if I read a Sal, I would Sal's going to read an invaders comic. That's <laughs> if I'm paying five dollars for this. You were still, I think you were still offering like Brew Baker a ton of money to write a invaders book at one point. Oh, it's like. I'll finance it. He should have. Finance? I'm not financing. <laughs> write one, write so. it just for me. Just for, just me. for me. I'm going to commission an Invaders book written by Ed Brubaker with art by... Uh, who would be... It'd be I'm trying to think of who I'd want. Oh, like oh uh, 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 Epstein? Um, no, it'd, it'd be the, the late, great Darwin Cook. That's who oh, I'd there you want go. to be. <laughs> so, that would be an odd book. That would that, be an odd book. That dream is over. All right. Anyway, back to this Invaders that actually exists. Um, it's uh, Chip Zdarsky wrote it, and uh, I was shocked by it um, a little bit because I I don't know that much about Chip Zdarsky other than he has a fun name. Um, mm-hmm. But I always kind of uh, connected him with more lighter fare, a, a little funnier uh, stuff. I always thought he was kind of a silly writer a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of his stuff. But uh, this is not that. This is not silly at all. This is actually really well-written and interesting. Um, it's uh, art by Carlos Mongo with Butch Geis. Um, terrific oh, art, wow. but, yeah, Butch Geis. Love, love Butch Geis. <clears throat> but uh, basically the idea behind this um, is that Namor is sort of suffering with late... PTSD from World War II. He's kind of um, experiencing some sort of anxiety and flashbacks and things going back to the war, back to terrible things that happened in World War II when he was fighting alongside Cap and Bucky and Toro and uh, the the original Human Torch. Um, And it's affecting his decision-making as the king of Atlantis. Uh, And he's sort they 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 realize he's kind of planning a war against the surface again. It's what Namor does every once in a while, but you know, he, he hasn't really done that in a long time. Um, so uh, the, the setup here is that cap and Bucky, well, winter soldier, 
Um, and uh, John Hammond, James Hammond, James Hammond, the original Human Torch, who's now a oh, writer. Okay. He's he's writing a book about uh, the invaders. Um, they kind of get wind of this, uh, and Cap and the Winter Soldier are going to go uh, try and stop Namor from from starting this. But what I was really impressed with was. Uh, it flashes back and forth between you know World War II and and today um, and their time then and the the idea of like these guys suffering from PTSD or suffering from the effects of fighting in that war and and losing people and and someone like Namor who has always been a very cold character you know he's mm-hmm. he's um, never really shown a lot of uh, emotion or empathy or 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 you know any type of um, care. Uh, for humans, really, um, but this kind of shows him in a little different light, and and it, and in, I was really, I was really kind of touched by how they set this up and how they're they're you know Zdarsky set up Namor as the bad guy in this book, but also as a very sympathetic one. Um, so I'm really interested to see where this goes because I, I think it's a it's a terrific idea, you know, to take these characters that have literally been around forever. And, and, you know, to go back to World War II and, and try and pull a new story out of all that, I thought this was a novel approach to, to and, and something that's very modern. And, you know, with the more and more we've learned about PTSD and soldiers coming back from war and how, the effect that it has on these guys, um, I think it's a timely story, too. Uh, so I, I, I was just really impressed with it overall from the writing uh, just the concept of it and the setup and everything, and, and the art's terrific as well. So if uh, if you're interested in in that kind of thing, I uh, um, I can't recommend enough. I thought it was really well done, and I was surprised. I'm in. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in. It was good. I mean, all right, let me go download it. <laughs> Christ, guys, so, it's still working on. Sir, you're never gonna be done. This is gonna be a three hour podcast. We're just waiting yeah. for time to read. Uh, well, where, where, where where are we at? Where are we at? Uh, about an hour. We're about like an hour. Yeah, about right. an hour. A little over an hour, maybe. Something yeah, like yeah. yeah. I don't do you know. Guess, do you guys think? Yeah, good. Hour, hour, yeah. good. Hour, That's good. good. I'm good. good yeah. yeah. Okay. So I have, I have, I've got to read the Invaders. Um, yeah. Tom, Tom's almost done with the Black Hammer trade. We'll get his report <laughs> here in, in his report closing in, in closing minutes. Um. Uh, y'all keeping up with uh, the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen? I think we've got what, like three issues left. I haven't. I have to admit, I, I you know, it's off. it's. I, I think I'm gonna need to read it all at once. I'm, I may actually, even though the last one came with 3D glasses, which you gotta love that. What? So, but yeah, yeah, doing the 3D, the the 3D thing again. But this is it. They're both hanging it up after this. That's what. Yeah, supposedly. That's what they say. <laughs> Didn't Alan Moore quit comics like ten years ago? He, Something he, like that. He quits like every time he writes. Well, he this is it. Like me. I'm done. It's like this is. He loves yeah. the drama. He does. Yeah. He's, he is. He is. He is the Muhammad Ali of comics. He will keep. This. Will just fucking keep retiring. So. Yeah. Um. All right. Well. Hey. This was. This was good. So we're gonna what a month. One, once a month. We'll come back. Uh. Yeah. What early? Sure. Early. Uh. Early March now. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I think so. Unless you guys get bored, I'm always. Uh, yeah. I mean, we might, we might. I don't know. It might be another seven years. Could be. 
could be. It could be. This could be <laughs> the seventy. We're like cicada. We're comic book cicadas. That's what we are. We just come out of the ground every fucking seven years. Who knows how our lives will change in the next seven years? Tom's gonna have three more children. No, that is not gonna happen. <laughs> are you still? You're still a copywriter, right? Like that's is that? Are you? Have you yes. changed? Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. That's still my job. You're enjoying that. It's still working. Out. Yeah. Good, good. It's going well. Yeah. It's... Two kids, man. My kids are. I have two kids too, but they're like almost adults now. So. Oh yeah. yeah. Nah, my kids are two and five. There. Oh, that's fun. Do they like each other? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good. Do yeah. they like you? Yeah, most of the time. <laughs> most of the time. Most like of the time. time. Time, yeah. Well, this is yeah, this is good. You know, what's funny about all this is that you know, is Tom was always Mister Wisconsin whenever we started, and and now I I freaking live here, and so it's I I think about you a lot, Tom. I'm like, yeah, Tom would Tom would say, yeah, just roll with it, Chris. Accept it. It's Wisconsin. It's Wisconsin. Everyone's drunk. Pretty much. This this is a true statement. Yeah. Everyone. Yeah. Yeah. If there's yeah. a salad at a party, it doesn't have vegetables in it. <laughs> it's got mayonnaise in it. That's a lot of, a lot of fucking mayonnaise and mustard. Yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah. Not yeah. a lot of vegetables. Not even uh-huh. celery? Not even a little bit of celery yeah. in there? In the bloody yeah. Um They're very diverse in the religions up here. There's there's Catholic, Catholics and Lutherans. Yeah. yeah, both. They have both religions here. Both types of white people. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much, pretty much, pretty much. All right. Well, uh, uh, guys, this was awesome. I'm looking forward to to doing this. Uh, we'll uh, we'll we'll get one on the calendar for uh, for early March. Um, yeah. So this the uh, this episode was brought to you by no one, which is okay. Yeah. <laughs> and it won't be. No and one, it won't be. No one is no sponsoring us. No one is going to sponsor this, is, uh, and, and I'm okay with that. But we're still uh, the be- yeah. we're still the best free podcast, comic book podcast out there. <laughs> <laughs> so just just Number good, just, one. good no. one. <laughs> just good to sit down with some old friends and talk about comics again. I, I've really missed you guys. I've missed this. I agree. It's been all right. I, I, I I'm glad we're all back to enjoying comics again and, and yeah, not, here, here. like trying to uh uh service any yeah. audience or anything yeah. like that just mm-hmm. let's just you know just read i'm comics. glad you've stopped caring about entertaining people yeah <laughs> <laughs> and it shows informative. that's your it's your job Tom. <laughs> it's stop that's literally people. it's literally your fucking job stop informing them <laughs> i literally you could not possibly find a host who knows less about what's going on with comics than me right now? It's perfect. Okay, it's Love perfect. It. It's absolutely, it's great. we're gonna we're no, gonna literally discover nothing. Together. We're gonna <laughs> discover it together. It's great. Yeah. I'm already. I got. I've we, got as to... long as it's on Hoopla, I'll download it during the show. Hey man, Hoopla DC Universe. It's like yeah. a new world has been fucking opened up for you me. You guys want to talk about Super Friends? I got that. Nice. I have all kinds of thoughts on that. But oh God, I haven't yeah. watched that in a long time. I might have to. I might yeah. have to go check that out on the DC Universe yeah. app. I haven't, I haven't watched this. It's my son loves it. It's yeah. just obsessed. obsessed. Oh, my, my wife is a huge Black Manta fan. Always has been. That's like her guy. He was awesome in the Aquaman movie. Yeah. Yeah, he was yeah. pretty awesome. They did. I think. I think they did him pretty, pretty well. In the, in the movie. Nice. Yeah. I. Uh, 
watch it. I'll watch it when it comes to the red box. <laughs> the old red box. You say it's in Wisconsin. It's called the bread box because <laughs> it comes with bread. No, Tom, I actually do have a question. Um, yeah. Hot ham and rolls. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> what are we talking about here? What is this about? What is the hot ham and rolls about? I don't know that anything about hot ham and rolls. Okay. That might be a Milwaukee thing. It might be. A, okay, it might be a yeah. Milwaukee thing. Yeah, hot yeah. ham and rolls on Sunday. It's a thing. It sounds like it's, if, again, correct me if I'm wrong, it sounds like hot ham mm-hmm. on, on a roll. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> probably, probably mustard, maybe. Why do you have so many questions about this, Chris? It seems pretty simple. <laughs> Yeah. Well, that that and and there is also the observation that every restaurant in the state of Wisconsin has a fish fry on Friday. Oh yeah. Regardless of what kind of food it is, we went to a Vietnamese restaurant on Friday. They had a fish fry. I'll tell you about the best fish fry in Green Bay off mm-hmm. air. Don't okay. Know. I'm I be want there people to know weeks. about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't give that shit away. On the... I can't give that. Yeah. yeah I'm going to be there on a, a Friday. Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> going to be at the old uh, Green Bay Curling Club in two weeks. Speaking of podcasts, mm-hmm. just to, I, I, before I forget, um, yeah. if people want to subscribe, they can. We're back on iTunes. The Around Comics podcast is back on iTunes. They let, it, they let us back in. <laughs> they did. It took some, took a little work. I had to finagle a little bit. I had to, I actually, funny enough, so I submitted it. To to iTunes, and they denied it initially. So I contacted. Them, I'm like, hey, why? Why did you That's deny our podcast? You know, and I thought it was going to be something technical because it only has like the feed has you know 287 episodes in it, but there's only 10 that actually link to an audio file because I haven't uploaded all the audio files yet. It's going to be. Oh a, my god! I know. Oof. But that wasn't the, that wasn't the reason why. But, they... but Tom, we're start we're starting with the last ones we we recorded, and not the fucking first ones. Yeah, uh, okay. yeah. So I'm going backwards. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they the reason they denied it was some language in some of the descriptions of the episodes they didn't uh, they didn't like. I had to change <laughs> a couple of words uh, in some of our episode descriptions. They were not. Um, Let's just say they didn't uh, agree with the Me Too movement, uh, the, today's um, gentler souls of podcasting may. Uh, yeah, so I had to change some language, which was fine, no problem. You know, we've all grown and, and learned from our... It's been seven years. <laughs> our Bill Cosby days of, of the God, podcast. No, that's <laughs> not... <laughs> but we are on that iTunes. Time that, that time that Tom roofied me? No, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> We're on uh, Spotify. We are on Google Podcasts. Uh, so, yeah, you can get all that. Or you can get them all on aroundcomics.com. The website is up, and and they're there, too. So if you want to. Is, is this going to be an all-new number one, or we we, we just kind of continuing on? I think, I think well, because there's some. I went through all the episodes. I was kind of trying to figure it out, honestly. Yeah. And. My best recollection, I think this should be episode 300, because okay. the, the last numbered episode is 287, but there's a bunch of, like, B and C episodes that were, like, two and three parters that we had done yeah. years ago and uh, stuff I, like that. Yeah. You got out of control. So, yeah. So, I think I think this is episode 300. I think that's so, a nice number to, yeah. to relaunch on. So, what, what's awesome is that I, 
there's a there's a little photo uh, collagey thing on the on the website, and I pulled up one of the one of the the pictures of us at my apartment, which would have had to have been back in like 2006, and and it's like angry biker Sal with a drinking and we're all drinking PBRs. There's a pack of smokes yeah. on the I'm on the so on the fat. on. On the table. Hot oh yeah, hot and the, rolls. What's so funny is that the computer in the background is an old school like bubble iMac. <laughs> nice. I'm just <sighs> like, holy crap! Yeah, that's it. That has to. Be, it's it's how many? So, thirteen years ago. Well, our first episode was yeah, two thousand and six. Yeah. Yeah. This, this was early. This is pre Dark Tower. This this had to be like you know the first month or so that we were recording. So, yeah. you no, know, we all look young and full of life, except for Sal. <laughs> I, I was I looked like a, a hot ham and roll sandwich away from a heart yeah. attack. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much, yeah, yeah. You're half a Sal now. So. <laughs> all right, well, guys, let's let's wrap this one up. Uh, it's awesome. I can't wait to to talk to y'all again here in a little less than a month. And uh, for anyone uh, out there listening, thanks for uh, for listening to. Us blather on about comics and uh, looking forward to getting more episodes out for you to uh, uh, walk the dog with or go to the gym or just uh, sit around and enjoy listening to. So uh, for Sal and Tom, uh, this is Chris and uh, uh, we'll be back in a month. In In the meantime in between time we'll be everywhere in and around, and around comics. comics. <laughs> hey, we still got it. <laughs>